Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to the Steelers Hangover. It is a victory Monday. Tony Defio, Brian Anthony Davis. It's that Steelers Hangover, and it's a good hangover. We are feeling absolutely awesome. We know what we did last night. We know what we did yesterday afternoon. We watched our Pittsburgh Steelers go to 7-0 for the first time since 1978. And now they have a two-and-a-half game lead over the arch-villain Baltimore Ravens. And it was a fantastic game. The title of this is the Steelers win with controversy, according to the Baltimore Ravens. Look, there's no controversy involved. They can talk all they want on how they were wronged. They lost that game, Tony. They absolutely did. They absolutely did. I mean, we've seen so many close games uh, between these two teams over the years. You know, it's going to come down, excuse me, to a play or two over the course of the game. And, 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 you know, we mentioned the, 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 the silly and I, I think silly and unnecessary roughing the uh, around sports my conduct penalty on Jackson early in that game that that kept the touchdown drive alive. So, you know, you could point to that uh, play, too, and say if you don't if they don't call that there, which I don't think they should have, then they, then Baltimore's punting and they don't get a touchdown. And that's seven points, uh, seven less points right there. So uh, you could call it controversial all you want, but it's in the record books and the Steelers are seven and oh. And as you said, in the first half of the show, they have a two and a half game lead. They're in a great, great spot with nine games to go. Okay. Let's start getting those questions in for the Q and a portion of the show. We're going to talk about the trade. We're going to talk about the injuries next as well, but I want to bring this comment up. Wes Hickok says, can we stop saying Tomlin won with cowards guys now seven and oh, then Ezra throws in Tomlin, my coach. Look, these guys love Mike Tomlin. They, I mean, it came out the other day, best coach I ever played for, uh, and we're hearing it a lot more. You think Eric Ebron's not loving this guy coming over into this situation? You don't think Eric, excuse me, Avery Williamson's not going to be loving this guy because he lets his players play, but he keeps them, he keeps them knowing what the what the goal is. He has a team concept. He is a player's coach. It's not bad to be a player's coach, but he has that fine line between discipline and between letting these guys be players. So I really love what he's doing with this team. He's not going to win coach of the year. He's just not a coach of the year candidate. But what right. he is going to do, he is going to put himself in line, in the equation, to win a ring. And that's all that really matters. So before we get on to other things and get on to everybody's questions, let's talk about this. Injuries. Looks like the Steelers are dodging some bullets with injuries. The one I was really concerned about was Tyson Alualu, who was having a major year. Now, he went out very early in the game. Look, he's not the reason that they piled up all those yards. They still would have piled up a lot of yards if he was in there. They might have piled up less yards. But Bugs came in. After a bad first half, really, really turned it on in the second half, had some huge plays. So it's nice to know that you've got something good in bugs there, Tony, as well. And then you have Cam Hayward, who, look, I'm not 
really going to go ahead and allege anything, but there was some chat on BTSC that, boy, that was a veteran move. Um, you know, they're calling it a quad injury, but he was going to get penalized because he wasn't going to get down there in time. Mm-hmm. And he may have milked it, but it doesn't matter. I mean, he is a veteran player. He saw an opportunity that he knew he wasn't going to get down there. It's no different than Mike Rabel stopping the clock by intentionally putting 12 guys on the field to get a penalty. Right. So, um, you know, there's there's some there's some bending of roles. But we know that it's an MCL injury for Tyson Alualu. It's not considered to be serious. He might miss a game or two, but you're not losing this guy. Cam Hayward should be next be back next week. Yeah, I think I, I think that's that's important. That's huge. I mean, Cam Hayward. Uh, we I think we, we 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 all appreciate him, but I, I sometimes I think we forget just how important he is to that defense and how much of a wrecking machine he is in that defensive line. And for, to have him out, you know, w- you know, when you're when you're down Bush and you're down Alulu for a couple of weeks, that w- that would have been devastating. So I'm 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 glad to, to hear that he's going to be fine, especially him more even more so than Alulu because I think they can get by with without him for a couple of weeks, but I don't think they can get by without Cam Hayward for a, for a lengthy uh, period of time. So Cree asks us this question, Brian and Tony, what do you think Avery Williamson will be starter or backup to Spillane? I think, look, I don't think Robert Spillane is going anywhere. I think he is the starter right now. Tony, what are your thoughts? I just think, I think he's a great insurance po- policy to, to pick up, but you know, he's obviously a rental player. Uh, he's a, he's going to be a free agent after this year. So he has great experience in the league. And, uh, you, you know, if Spillane keeps playing the way he has, and, and I realize some people say that, you know, he, he didn't play well on Sunday, you know, that he powered up the tackles because he had to, because you know, the, the Ravens kept running on them. But, uh, you know, I think he, he made enough plays yesterday that I think he, he deserves a right to c- continue to start. But, but having a guy like, like Williamson as, as a backup or just to put him in a rotation, I think that makes the, that that unit so much better and you know yeah none of those guys are devin bush but i think when you have a veteran like that as your third man i think that 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 bodes well for them and you're not gonna have it tells me you're not gonna have a a situation like you did in 2017 when when you're signing guys off the street right before the playoffs so it it fortifies that position whether he's a starter or not i don't think it really matters because i think if he doesn't start that means that spillane's doing a great job that's that's how i look at it with UG3 probably going on IR, I mean, I'm I'm just thinking that's going to happen. He had back spasms last year, and he lost the rest of the season. I hope he's better, but you can't have a bare cupboard in there. You right. get you get an established tackling machine for a fifth round pick in 2022. Lots right. of things are going to change by 2022. You even get a seventh round pick back in 2022. So you're basically dropping down two rounds. Right. You're not even giving a, you're not giving up a pick completely. You're just sliding down a little bit. Sometimes the difference between the fifth and the seventh round pick is coaching. And yeah. that's all it is. Right. So so there's a possibility that that works out for you. So you're not giving anybody up. I don't care if he's a rental player. You bring a guy in, like I said, he's established as far as being a very good tackler. He's coming into a great situation. He's leaving a tire fire in the in the New York 
New Jersey metro area, and he's coming to Pittsburgh with a chance to compete for a Super Bowl ring. You don't think this guy is pumped to be here? Yeah, right. And and the, the main thing that I haven't mentioned yet is Robert Spillane is not in there. He's not built in that position to be in there for close to 100% of the plays. Right. You've got to you've got to knock him down. I, I think they said today that he played in 65 to 70 percent of the plays yesterday. So you've got to knock that down. So this doesn't really this really doesn't change much as far as what they're doing. Robert Spillane's your guy for right now, and you have Avery Williamson that's going to have a lot of time in there. Think about it. Now I know he is not he's not the same guy as Devin Bush. He's not as adept at being a uh, dropping into pass coverage, but we saw what happened when a guy that was supposed to be not very good in pass coverage yesterday picked off one and went the whole way in Robert Spillane. So you never know what's going to happen, but you you're deeper at that position. Now we've got another question. Donald Nolan asks this, who do the Steelers drop off the active roster to bring Avery Williamson in right now? I think it's going to be, I, I think it's going to be UG three going to the IR Tony. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think that I think that, that that'd be the the move. I thought I, somebody said that somebody else was going on the IR, and uh, who was it? Uh, the guy that they um, warmly they said he was going on the IR, and that, that might be the guy that, that he replaces. I don't know, but but I could certainly see either one. I mean, I guess it all depends on 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 how serious the the, the injuries are to, to Gilbert and Warmly. Now, now this next question, Tony. This is a bad special. I love this question. Most people will say, who, who cares what number he wears? Reginald Rivers, I love this question because I've been thinking about it already. And I'm not sure because 54 is the number that he's had. It's taken. I could see him possibly wearing 45 maybe, Tony. 58. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> 58. Oh, that 59, was really, that was really that would really rile some people up. Uh, yeah, for, for 45, because, you know, Spillane has 41, you know, so, you know, more linebackers are wearing that number now. Dupree has 48. So, yeah, probably, you know, he'll probably want to uh, have a uh, – get as close to his old number as he, he can possibly uh, be. Wes is saying maybe 51. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not a bad number either. I'm just going to go with 45 because it's, it's an interesting number. And plus, I've got a Rosie Nicks jersey that I just got last year that I could wear as a 45, and it'll look like I'm wearing my Williamson jersey when I've got a jacket on in the back, so no one would know. How about mm-hmm. that one? So Reggie's saying 51 or 45. Um, William Ramirez is saying, hey, Ger- Jerome uh, Elliott wears 45, right? I uh, thought he was wearing 90-something, but I haven't really seen him, so I'm not sure. Um so this has quickly gone to number talk, and, and I love it. Um, so, and then somebody's saying he wore 40 in college. You know, um, double, double HH is saying, how about 26? <laughs> so um, looks like J. Roan is wearing 45. Um, somebody said Robert should wear 51. You know why Robert wears 41? I think you might have heard this yesterday, right? I did not hear this. The legacy, his granddad uh, were forty. Uh, really? Yeah, I'm. I'm just impressed that he has a. You said his grandfather played for them in the fifties. Yeah, so he's his grandfather, um, Mr. Latner, Johnny Latner, was a Heisman Trophy winner in 1953 mm-hmm. from Notre Dame. Yeah, so he's a Golden Domer. 
He uh, he won the uh, won the Heisman. He was a number one draft pick of the Steelers. He went to the right. Pro Bowl in his first year as a halfback. Went and did military duty in the Air Force. I don't know whether he was playing a pickup game in the Air Force, then got injured during that game and never played again. So he had one he had one season with the Steelers, and it was a Pro Bowl season. So really interesting. Oh no, I, yeah, I, I just, I just, I'm just impressed that his grandfather played that long ago. Because I mean, he's a young guy. I figured, you know, uh, my grandfather would have played in the '50s if he played football. So yeah, that's 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 a, an amazing uh, w- uh, ways to, uh, to go back. To, yeah, that's 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 crazy that that, that he's uh, wearing the same number. My grandfather would have played in the '30s. So, uh, <laughs> so, but then again, I guess I'm old. So. Um, there we go. Nathaniel Zarate says, bad and Tony. What week will this offense get going? Here's the great thing about this offense. I think it's already going, Nathaniel. I I really think yeah, so. I mean, this I mean, is the best. Go ahead, Tony. Well, I mean, they're, they're average. I mean, they, they haven't scored less than, than 26 points a game all year. So, I mean, I mean, they, they, they've had their ups and downs, but they just have so many weapons that even when they have a bad half or so, they it just shows you how – how good they are, how how talented they are, and the importance of having Ben Roethlisberger back here now. Because, I mean, even when they look iffy, they can still put up a lot of points. This is the absolute best defense that they have played all year. I thought this was a fantastic defense, and I think they're dangerous. I'm surprised that uh, when they came out in the second half that they were able to get things going. But Ben... Ben said it today. He said, I started, you know, playing uh, backyard football. I, I started drawing up plays in the dirt. And guess what? It worked. But what worked for this team is when they went five wide, that helped this team so much because now you have Ray Ray McLeod out there and you've got to go one on one. You've got to go man with everybody. You can't be playing zone as much. You can't be doubling up anybody because Ray Ray made it pretty tough for them. So going five wide. Helped open things up for the Steelers. And then you have you have such a great weapon in Eric Ebron. He's getting hotter and hotter. Ben trusts him. I think this offense is going. And I know they hey, they put 21 points on as an offense on the Baltimore Ravens yesterday. I think that's pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, you you you're not gonna play a defense like this again unless you uh, obviously until you play the Ravens. So uh, you know, they, 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 they figure them out. Like you said, they spread them out. I mean, they, they, they were blitzing relentlessly yesterday. Ben didn't have a whole lot of time in the, in the, in the first half, you know, so, uh, spreading them out really, really worked and, and, and him playing a lot of, as he said, schoolyard uh, football and just kind of, uh, making things up on the fly. I, I think that helped too. I mean, and that shows you how, how uh, well-versed he is in that offense now that he can just say, look, this isn't working. Let's just, you know, let me let me kind of call the plays, and 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 I'm comfortable in knowing what to do, and, and I just it's it's a testament to him and 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 where he's at mentally and emotion and obviously physically, but mentally as a quarterback in, in year 17. Uh, Sergeant five or Sergeant V. Well, then when can the offense put two halves together? I you know I'm looking at two weeks ago they put two halves together against uh, they had a, a complete game against Cleveland. You know I I'm not worried about this offense because they have so many ways that they can beat you, and the best thing about this team is they can adapt. 
And they, when they, they adjusted again, they, they were struggling with this team. They found a way to adjust. Look, I'd love to see them have more complete games. And I think they're coming. I, uh, I think this is a different team than we have seen in a long time. This is a team that can take a team like Jacksonville. Now they could take a team like, uh, Dallas, who's struggling, and they should they should be able to put a complete four quarters against these teams. Now, there's a chance for a letdown. There's a chance for a letdown against Cincinnati, even though that game's in Pittsburgh. But Joe Burrow, look what he did to Tennessee yesterday. He's a right. good quarterback, and they've got weapons, and that team's growing there. That doesn't mean that uh, that doesn't mean that uh, they're a lock to beat Pittsburgh. Doesn't mean that Pittsburgh's a lock to beat them, but. They're a team to look out for too, because you're in letdown city right now. You're there. There's a chance the next three right. games they could right. be let down. But if this team's who we think they are, Tony, they should go ahead and win the next three and be ten and zero going into the Thanksgiving game against Baltimore. Is it going to happen? Things happen in this league. You never know when there's going to be that letdown. But it just doesn't seem like that team in Pittsburgh right now is built for a letdown because they are so motivated and they are so focused. What are your thoughts on that? Oh yeah. And they're playing together. They're resilient. As you said earlier in the show, I mean, if, there, if, there, if there's ever a year where they avoid that pitfall, it's 2020. And if it does happen, it won't be because they overlooked anybody or because they, they, they just thought they can throw their helmets on the field and, and come, come away with a victory. You know, it'll be because something, you know, sometimes those things happen in the NFL. But, you know, I don't think this team is is looking at any game as a trap game. I think they're going to go – they're going to be focused uh, each and every week because I think, you know, not, now they're getting to a point, dare I say, where they can accomplish something very special by, you know, finishing the regular season 16-0. and 0. So uh, they're getting to that point now where they're going to have to be focused each and every week. So I, I don't think this team is going to – if they do if, if they do have any losses this year to, to <clears throat> quote-unquote lesser opponents – it won't be because they weren't they were overlooking them. I I agree. I agree. So I mean there's always that possibility, but I just don't think they're built for it. Like you said, Port Naquenba says with the addition of BJ Finney and Fred Johnson, do you think the Bengals are trying to become the Steelers? If they add Colbert and Tomlin next season, I'm hosting a podcast named BTB Behind the Bungles. <laughs> well, I understand that might be that might be better than uh I'm not going to say anything. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, we'll just we'll just keep it at that. Um, I will guest on that uh, the podcast, uh, Portna. I would be glad to be your guest. Um, Wes says that it is confirmed the MCL sprain, and Alulu is, is expected to miss no more than two games. That's good news. There, it's also good news that you know, and I guess they're saying that's per Jerry Dulock. Jerry Dulac uh, definitely has his finger on the pulse. So um, that's something that, that I feel you could probably take to the bank th there. Um, Willie Johnson says Ravens have no problem with the Steelers. They dominated the Steelers in every category, including penalties, clean up the penalties and turnovers and Steelers are done. Hey, I get it, but that's easier said than done. I don't know. Uh, obviously, you're a Baltimore fan, and I have respect for anybody coming in my living room. So welcome to the show. Thanks for coming in. I just, uh, if I'm a Ravens fan, which I believe you are, I'm all, I'm almost thinking that uh, that they need to clean up a little bit more than that. And what I'm what I'm alleging right now is I think 
they need a little more discipline on that team as well. And I think that could come. They have a fantastic coach who I can't stand, but I can't stand because he's good. Right. Tony? Oh, I mean, their biggest issue is they have a they have a, a reigning MVP as a quarterback who has yet to prove that he can win a big game. That's their problem. It's not, it's uh, maybe maybe they are more talented than the Steelers. Maybe they are more disciplined than the Steelers. Whatever you want to say, uh, Willie. But uh, as far as the the battle of the quarterbacks, they don't have the better quarterback. And 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 when it comes uh, to important games and and. In playoff games, it's it's who has the better quarterback nine times out of ten. Those are the teams that win. And and as much as I admire Lamar Jackson for what he's able to, to do and the all-around talent that he is, he has to prove that he can uh, win a big game yet, and he has yet to do that. So that's their biggest problem. It's not it's not the penalties. It's Lamar Jackson not being able to, not proving himself. And uh, and so now there's some there's some back and forth with people going after Willie. Hey, look, I respect your opinion, Willie. Ravens rushed for 265 and held your rushing to 48. Yeah, they did. Like I said earlier in the show, they are a very good defense, and this is the toughest defense that the Steelers are going to play. As far as the other side of the ball, that's what they're built for. But when they need to pass, it was not completely working for them. Now, some of those passes were right on, but some of them were really bad. And right. as somebody else says in here, that – um, Tarek Tadro says basically the, the Steelers uh, forced those. So, I mean, that's that's one of those tomato-tomato things that we could look at. All I know is that on Thanksgiving night, that's going to be a battle too. And it's going to be even more of a oh. battle, Tony. And I'll say that to you, Willie Johnson. I can't wait to, uh, to see that game because I know the Ravens are going to be coming to play. The Steelers are going to be coming to play. That is going to be an absolute epic battle number two. So there you go. I, I really can't wait for that. Um, we're going to take one last question, and it was one I was going to ask Tony. And so I lost it, but so I'm going to ask it to you anyways. And whoever uh, asked it, uh, we'll give credit to you later, and we appreciate the question. Um, but first, let's take a super chat here. Highway to 7 gives us 499. Thank you. Lamar Jackson is an improved Cordell Stewart. Amazing talent, but can't win the big game. Um. He hasn't won the big game yet. I'm not ready to count this guy out, though. I, no, I, I think he's dangerous. Yeah, I, I think. think yeah, I think he's an exceptional talent. I think. I think the ability is there. I think you saw that with that first touchdown pass. Uh, yeah, Vince Williams was covering the receiver in, in the back of the end zone, but I mean, I don't think anybody would have been able to stop that pass. It was perfect. It's just that you know, when it comes to the the big games, he's he's come up short until he until he proves otherwise that people are always going to doubt him. That's just how it goes in the NFL. And it's really interesting because when you look at a guy like Michael Vick, this guy's faster. This right. guy can do some things that, that Michael Vick couldn't do. I thought Michael Vick was a better passer, though. And yeah. I really do right now. That might that might change. But I feel like the Steelers did, uh, did flummox him as well. So we'll see. But it's going to be amazing. So the last question, Tony, it's a question for you. Tomorrow's deadline day. Are they making any more deals? I think their big deal was uh, bringing Avery Williamson, and I—I I mean, if something would have been uh, more gr uh, grim with the uh, the injuries to to Hayward or, or Lualu, I would have said maybe, but I, I don't—I don't see anything right now. You know, we just saw a trade today with Desmond King going to Tennessee for a sixth round pick. Desmond Desmond King is a talent. Now right. he's another guy that um, he's another guy that that 
you can get right now. You can get these players right now. Um, I'm also seeing that I did miss a super chat. I I can find it from before, and I do apologize. Um, is that it? I think it might be right here. And that's that's the problem because things go so fast. Yeah, here here we go. I have it. Um, uh, Brett Mai, and thanks for bringing that up. I appreciate you. I, I apologize for missing this. Um, 499, Ben never gets the credit being able to carry the offense when there's no running game. Calling his own plays and backyard ball, he took back the lead. For, I should give you 499 for that comment because that's an excellent comment. And that's exactly what he does. People, look, the national media don't want to give Ben Roethlisberger credit, Tony. They don't. And they're never going to. Right. Maybe, they'll, maybe they'll give it to him when he gets three. Maybe they'll give it to him when he's done with his career. But the things that he did yesterday was a, vet, a veteran QB that was able to come in and think. And he mentally won that game by knowing how to figure out how to beat this team in the second half. That the coaches have a lot to do with it, but that was Ben there. Yeah, that's that's his leadership, or that's his uh, his veteran experience, seventeen years, and and that's why I'm never that worried. Uh, yeah, I love, I, I like it when they can run the ball. I think that's important that that you know they get guys like James Conner going. But when you have a, a quarterback like Ben and his his talent and his experience and everything he, he's uh, done in this league, if you can't run the, if you stop the run, he can still beat you with his arm, and and that's and that's uh, why a guy like that's so valuable to have. So we've got another super chat here. 410 Carpenter Legend says, do you think we will play down to the Cowgirls? <laughs> Absolutely not. I I really don't think they will. Um, I don't care if it's Ben DiNucci. I don't care if it's uh, Andy Dalton. I don't care if Roger Staubach comes in. I don't care who comes in. I think this is a focused team. So I definitely think they're going to be ready for him, Tony. Yeah, they. I mean, uh, the Cowboys look really bad on Sunday Night Football. So I, I mean, you know, I, I people keep saying that that they, they think that the, this, the Cowboys are gonna have a chance in this game. And and last I heard, the spread was like nine points. I, you know, I mean, I've seen stranger things happen, but I, I just don't see it, see this being their trap game. I honestly don't. There is such a discipline. There is such a motivation with this team right now. I don't think they're gonna play down. And like you said earlier, Tony. If they're going to lose a game, they're going to lose it because they lost it or they're getting somebody hurt. But it's going to be not because they're playing down, because this team's not doing that right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, this is, this is, as you said, uh, we're here now where, where there is no parody. It's, it's, it's a bunch of great teams and a bunch of bad teams. And, and I just don't see the, the, the Cowboys being able to match up with the Steelers right now. I think the Steelers know that they have something special going on and they're not going to, they're not going to, to uh, ruin that or, 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 you know, have a, a bad day against, you know, a, a Cowboys team that quite frankly, isn't in their league right now. I got to tell you, Tony, I'm walking on air. The trade deadline's tomorrow. I don't care if anything happens tomorrow. We got a linebacker. We got a win yesterday. Now, Hass H says, bad. I know you've made a lot of last-second deals at 2 a.m., so you never know with Kevin Colbert. Um, you never know. Uh, boy, that – gosh, I have a reputation. I, I'm not sure yeah, why. Mr. 2 a.m. But here we go. And Mule Skinner, I'm going to wrap it up with Mule Skinner. If we go 8-0, the odds go up greatly to go 16-0. I think this is a special team. We've been saying it all year, Tony. Let's wrap it up with that. Special team, Tony? 
Very special team. This is this is obviously I've never seen anything like this in, in the entire time I've been I've been following them. So I'm I'm enjoying every every second of this. I just I just want to experience this because it's, it's it's a brand new thing for me. I was six the last time this happened. You know, I was a fan because my dad and grandparents and everybody were gathering after uh, Sunday brunch watching the game, and I was in there too. Then I was off playing. So you know, it's one of those things that. I was a fan. I was wearing the gear, but that's it. You know, I didn't know. I wasn't following standings. Since I've been right. following the standings, I've never seen them go four now. Right. Until this yeah. Year. So yeah. this is amazing. And I've always wanted to see this. Like I said, I'm walking. It is a pleasure to be on this show every single week and all the other shows that, that we're on, Tony, because this is a great feeling. Um, if you haven't had a chance to listen, Tony was on with the Desai guys. Uh, over the weekend, he was absolutely fantastic. Great personality. I loved it. And these wins are making people want to talk to us outside of BTSC. So, Tony, great job on that show. Go ahead and download it. It just appeared last night, and it's already has over 1,500 downloads. People want to hear it. People want to hear what's going on with the Steelers. Right. If you want to hear more that's going on with the Steelers, check out BTSC for everything we have going on. And we're just not on YouTube. We've got the the platform for the uh, the podcast only side, the audio only side, and Jeff Hartman. Let's ride Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Phenomenal. Michael Beck tomorrow. It's going to be a great show. The live mic that bust out at five a.m. You know the Stat Geek and Dave Schofield is going to be buzzing. You've got the Scobro show tomorrow night. Know your enemies coming up this week. We're going to have somebody from Dallas. Not sure who yet, but we're going to have somebody. The Steeler preview, the flagship show with the Oracle, Dave Schofield, with Jeff Hartman, with myself. That's going to be a lot of fun. We've got the Steeler retro show. If you want to just go back in time, so many shows. I've missed a few. Factor Fiction, Steeler Rooting Guide. Um, you've got the Aussies from yeah. down the land down under. You've got Brunch with Tony. You've got the Steeler pregame show. If I've missed any, I apologize, but check us out. And if you're listening on Apple, give us a five-star rating if you think we deserve it. We really appreciate everything you guys do. Before I go, Lewis Damper gave us $1.99. I really appreciate you, Lewis. Conservative Connor equals X-Factor Connor later. Yeah, you know what? It, I don't think it was conservative yesterday, Tony. I, I think it's the fact that uh, – that, that, You've got to play to your strengths. And yesterday, nothing was working. Right. That's a good front seven. Yeah, I mean, they just they they weren't able to run that well again. He looked good really early on, but the the Ravens quickly shut him down. But I mean, he's having a great year. Connor before yesterday was on pace for twelve hundred yards. So I'm, so I'm assuming he's still fairly close to that that that, that, that to, you know that average. It's just you know he, he did they didn't have it yesterday. But it's great. That's why it's great to have a guy like Ben Roethlisberger because he can he can still beat you even even if you stop the run. Absolutely. Connor is going to be a major factor with this team as well. So we got to get going. We've had over 210 in the live chat at one point. It might have been higher. I just didn't notice because everything's going so fast. I love you guys. I love ladies, men out there. We're all Steeler fans together. I really appreciate everything that you do for us. Um, Kathy says she misses Friday night. Well, here's the thing. Go on the audio platform, and you have your choice of whatever you want to listen to on Friday night. Who knows? Maybe we'll have YouTube again on Friday night. Um, we'll try to do something there. 
but there's so much here and we can't do any of this without all of you. Thank you for being a part of our Steeler family. Tony, just when you think you've got all the answers. We keep changing the questions. See you guys next week. We're going for 8-0 and next week, my friends. We'll see ya. <laughs>